Hello and welcome to the TIFF podcast. I'm Shamal Haroon. The World Health Organization considers climate change to be the single biggest threat to global health in the 21st century. Large gains have been made in improving our understanding of climate change and the role of sustainability in preventing and mitigating against the potential health impact. Furthermore, sustainable development also has many health co-benefits. I spoke to Daryl Quantz and Dawn Jenkins to discuss this further. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Daryl. Thanks very much for joining the podcast. Could you please both introduce yourself and say a little about your background in public health? Sure. Dawn, do you want to start? Yeah. Um, hi, I'm, I'm Dawn Jenkin. Uh, I'm a, a public health specialty registrar. I'm in, um, currently in SD4 at the moment, and I'm placed with Public Health England East Midlands Centre. Uh, my background in public health is um, mainly public health intelligence and uh, some strategy work. Um, one of the main things that I'm interested in and what got me on the training scheme was looking at um, system design, so effective, efficient system design, um, and also a long-standing interest for me is sustainability, which I just see as another a reframing of effective and efficient system design. Um, so that's a bit about me. Okay. Uh, my name is Daryl Quantz. I am a third-year uh, specialty registrar based in Northwest England. And uh, my background in public health was primarily around the social determinants of health, working in, in health systems as well as uh, research in that area, particularly around um, vulnerable populations and in early child development. Great. Thanks for the introduction, both. And so we're going to be talking about uh, sustainability and sustainable development and health. I was just wondering if you could both um, give you, give me your take on on the definitions of those terms. Sure. I'll uh, I'll Don. Should I should I give this a go here? Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Um, well, sustainability gets that that term gets thrown around a lot now, especially around the financial sustainability of, of the system that you hear getting used but we're obviously we're speaking around environmental sustainability and to put it to put it simply it's around balancing the needs of the present generation with those of future generations so making sure that we're we're living within our environmental limits respecting biodiversity using resources in such a way that we're that we're not jeopardizing the next generation and, and generations after that so it's it's not just about carbon and climate change. It, it's it's a number of different factors. Um, but it's, it's really it's it's living respecting respecting the world that we live in and and the yeah respecting the world that we live in. Great, thanks for that. Did, did you have yeah. anything to add to that, Dawn? Yeah, so I, that that's very much in line with my thinking, and um, I think. Certainly, as as Daryl said, sustainability gets bandied around a lot as a as a sort of a hot topic um, these days. Um, usually, financial sustainability being discussed. Um, but for me, um, it's always sort of in in health terms. It's always ended up boxed as climate change and adaptation and mitigation, heat wave, cold weather planning, that sort of thing. And that's a very important part of it. 
but I think I think now more and more we're seeing a frame shift in national policy and local strategies, which recognises that sustainability is a way of doing things. Um, so it's not a, a box, an extra activity out on the side, um, but it's actually absolutely embedded and, and central to everything we do. So for me in public health, it's about making sure that um, the way we do everything we do is, is in a sustainable manner that preserves um, environmental um, div- uh, biodiversity, that pre- preserves social sustainability. Um, and, and for me, the really important thing is uh, that when you're looking at sustainability in public health, you're looking at multiple benefits. So the things that we would do to, to um, counteract climate change are the same things that will help us to generate, uh, to prevent ill health, generate um, much stronger health and well-being for our communities in the future. So there's huge overlaps and opportunities there that's about really embedding sustainability in the way we work. Great. Thanks very much. I think that really clarifies the terms and certainly I found it um, being used quite variably depending on on the the groups that are that have been discussing sustainability so I think that's really helpful um, so you're both involved in work around sustainability and health I was wondering if you could just take me through uh, what sort of work you've been doing within the uh, specialty training scheme sure. um, Daryl do you want to take a take a start on that sure um... <clears throat> So within my current placement uh, in Public Health England, I've I've had an opportunity to do something a bit new looking, it's a joint health protection, health and well-being um, placement. And in in my own interest in sustainability led me to start asking people, are are there opportunities to do do work around this? And and in fact, PHE and uh, NHS England have, have a national strategy around sustainability for the health and social care system, which very, very much also includes public health and the, the many opportunities for for public health to take leadership around sustainability. So, um, one of the, the key sort of tasks that I've had in my in my placement is being able to help implement that that national strategy, uh, and that's been one of the one of the recommendations that came from that national strategy is putting together networks around England. So you're bringing together people from the NHS, public health, England, local authorities, uh, and and academic institutions, among among others, to begin working together uh, around making a more sustainable health and social care system, but also looking at the wider determinants and how they affect sustainability. So, one of so in summary, my my key sort of role has been that that network building. Uh, it's been a chance to build my own capacity around understanding what sustainability means, both the, uh, the scary things and the positive co-benefits that come from it. Um, in mobilizing, you know, uh, partners, uh, which is challenging, especially given the current, you know, circumstances um, where, where you know financial issues are, are always in the in the forefront. Uh, and other pressures come in, but it's it's that mobilization, convincing people, um, the advocacy piece. So it's it's it really has been a, a a number of different skills that I've had to to utilize to to move forward that agenda. Great, thanks. And, and Dawn, could you say a bit more about how, how you've been involved in sustainability work uh, uh, within your within your training scheme? 
Yeah, so my my background is a little bit similar to Daryl's in that um, I came into a placement in public health England specifically looking to work on sustainability because it's an interest area of mine, which I felt was um, central importance to public health, but which I hadn't seen covered much in my training so far. Um, and so it was a it was a major pull for me when um, considering my PhD placement that they said to me, yeah, actually, we'd really like somebody to lead on sustainability. Um, so that was that was a real positive in terms of the openness of the placement to to look at sustainability in public health. Uh, coming at a time when we've obviously got a lot of movement nationally, as Daryl mentioned, we've got um, a joint strategy between PHE and uh, NHS England. Um, we've got a lot of enablers in the system that are starting to recognize and and mainstream the importance of sustainability particularly to health um, so i came in um, at a different sort of geographical level my responsibility is um, for one public health england center and what i'm i'm focusing on in my work is um, building public health skills and capacity within my region around um, health and sustainability now, when you talk to a lot of public health professionals, this is something that they might have a vague interest in or it might be um, something that they think they ought to be doing. But as we know, um, we're very, very um, stretched for resources with ongoing um, reductions in budgets. Um, so one of the key pieces of work for me was to really focus in on those multiple benefits. Um, and I think more and more that's going to be a narrative within public health as, as we tr justify the work we're doing. We want to show a, a range of positive outcomes for any intervention that we suggest. So, um, for example, if we're trying to make a case at a local authority level for active travel, for example, which would be one key part of sustainability in terms of encouraging shift away from using cars for travel, um, if we're talking about more walking and cycling, then we know those, that there's benefits to physical activity, mental well-being. There's benefits to um, changing the way we view our streets. So we might have uh, less car use means more uh, feeling of community engagement and social inclusion, something that refers back to one of your, your previous podcasts, for example. Um, you'll also be tackling air quality, which, as we know, is, is uh, linked to and, and responsible for a sizable um, fraction of the mortality in England, as we've seen from Public Health England reports. So it's that sort of work which is really cross-cutting, and it's about um, being able to build the case for any um, public health intervention that we know will improve health, but also has these multiple benefits of um, being making economic savings or building local eco economies, um, building social uh, sustainability uh, and uh, protecting our environment for the future. So that's the main the main sort of thrust and focus of the work I'm doing. In particular, registrar skills that come into that are things like being able to make an economic case. So lots of the sort of the the, the high end skills of um, looking at cost cost effectiveness of a proposal around sustainability, um, being able to build the evidence of impact of lots of suggested actions, but which one should we really do that's going to make the biggest impact? Um, and um, really integrating um, different aspects of, of health. So sustainability is cross-cutting. And I get to work across um, healthcare, public health, looking at reducing waste and improving um, 
effectiveness and efficiency of, of care pathways, as well as uh, looking at sustainable development management plans for local authorities and looking at active travel, um, sustainable food. So it's really cross-cutting and integrating, which is, for me, is a great way to work and a great way to show public health leadership. Great, thanks. So it sounds like it's it's really broad very, and very comprehensive in, in kind of tackling the full breadth of of, uh, of health. Um, and I imagine you need quite a lot of different skills, really, to, to work in this area. And, and I'm aware that, that the uh, Faculty of Public Health training curriculum has evolved recently to try and account for that. Could you both say a bit more about the the new curriculum and how that relates to sustainability. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I, I can kick that off if, if that would be helpful. Um, so in terms of the new curriculum, I'm, I'm delighted to, to say um, it's come out with a particular competency learning outcomes around sustainability. Um, specifically, we'd be looking at uh, learning outcome 5.7, demonstrate leadership in environmental sustainability. Um, and that's that's really fantastic to see. Um, and it, it uh, I think, from my perspective, builds on a long term commitment from the faculty to uh, recognize and integrate sustainability into um, public health uh, practice. Um, the other thing that's important to note is this is not just about one learning outcome within the new curriculum. If you look at the wider um, documents of uh, the new curriculum, you'll see that they've uh, the faculty has referred to sustainability being um, integral part and essential to delivering public health practice in the future and needs to be embedded across everything we do. So I think that speaks very strongly to to the the ethos and and the principles uh, that the faculty have in mind for the new training curriculum. So I think there there are a lot of fantastic opportunities um, developing to get involved with sustainability and public health work. Uh, and my my thoughts would be for registrars who are moving to the new curriculum is look at meaningful opportunities to to embed this in in your practice and in your competencies because there will be um, those opportunities out there um, different areas will be have a different level of of priority and, and progression on sustainability but there'll be opportunities really to to lead and and make a difference in this I would say Thanks. Um, Daryl, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, no, I can I can speak to the registrar network, which which builds on that. Oh, now? Yes, that'd be great. Yeah. Could you say say more about that, please? Sure. So one of the, one of the opportunities, not not just in around the curriculum, but also just in building um, and, and capturing our own interests and in, in, in around sustainability is for, is for registrars to become part of the of a sustainability network that we have for, for STRs uh, nationally. This, this network was, was put together a few years ago um, by, by, by some registrars who, who actually produced a, a paper or a report around the, the importance of sustainability in, in public health training. So they're you know, very forward thinking in, in putting this together. Um, John and I have been asked to take on the co-chair of this group. So we're just doing a bit of a relaunch on it now and, and looking at a number of different opportunities that we hope can engage uh, registrars across the country who are interested in sustainability. Um, so really the purpose of just like any network is to bring together registrars to support each other um, and take action. But in, 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 
in supporting registrars to build to meet the, their learning outcomes, we're actually looking at developing a list of projects and placements for registrars that they could do around sustainability. So this not only Haley has the goal of, of of building capacity for registrars around sustainability work, but it also gets educational supervisors um, and others who within placements to begin thinking about about the type of work that they can do around sustainability to engage public health registrars. So it's it's sometimes moving a, a bit beyond the typical often lifestyle kind of data pieces, but but actually really focusing on that environmental sustainability piece, which is we see as really positive. The other thing that can come from the other opportunities with the registrar network would be training opportunities. So looking at getting um, people who are leading, uh, doing PhD leadership. Um, uh, and the other, the other thing that we're interested in is, is advocacy work. And part of this might be opportunistic, responding to the, the recent COPE 21 um, had a real opportunity for health care professionals to speak out and, and support the action that was being done. But um, certainly at a national uh, and local level, there's lots of policy uh, advocacy that, that we can do around sustainability. And, and as Don mentioned, the, the co-benefits that can come with with that, with those, with that action. Great. And could you, could you just say how, uh, how registrars can join the, the, your, your group, your network? Sure. They can, they can contact either Don or myself. We'll, we'll actually be putting a call out on the Yahoo group. Um, as well, so so people can watch for that. But certainly contact either Don or or, or myself, um, and uh, and we'll we'll be able to connect you into the group. Great, and and I'm also aware that the faculty have their own specialist interest group on sustainability. And could you say a bit more about that and and perhaps how it links in with the registrars group? Yeah, absolutely. So the um, faculty special special interest group in sustainability uh, was it's been in place for uh, about a year now. Um, it launched at last year's uh, Faculty of Public Health conference, um, and they're in the process now of developing um, a work plan which they hope to have agreed uh, and finalised at the next conference this year. Um, and their work is looking really at um, very similar to the Sustainable Development Network for um, registrars, but this is looking at um, faculty members with an interest in sustainability um, and how do we build on the faculty voice in terms of advocacy, uh, in terms of communicating out to members, um, the key knowledge base um, and skill sets that are needed for a future in public health, which is going to need sustainability um, to be a central part of our practice. Um, so they're, they're very much in, in development at the moment, agreeing um, the focus of their work plan for the year ahead. And um, I think there's a lot of opportunities for those registrars who would like as faculty members to be more involved in um, the national voice um, on sustainability and to, to contribute to how our faculty as a whole um, acts on sustainability. There's, there's opportunities to get involved there. And um, I think the, the way to, to sign up for the faculty SIG is via the faculty website. And there'll be links on the 
um, special interest group pages there for you to sign up if you're interested. It's a good time to be involved because, um, yeah, they they are looking at what what should be their focus and work plan for the year ahead. So we can actively contribute to that. Um, that's also an opportunity to to advocate um, and join a, a group of like minds to to um, think about what what strategically we should be doing. Um, and it will be a group that links closely with our um, Registrar's Sustainable Development Network as well. So we'll have hopefully an opportunity to support one another and get get support of um, sort of more experienced faculty members in our work on sustainability. Great. And um, does does that uh, uh, the faculty sustainability group really link in with other groups working on sustainability or is it is it very much at the beginnings of its development i i think the the, um the group is sort of early days but one of the things uh, that's been expressed as an ideal for the group is to take uh membership from wider than the faculty so there's a, a very um good recognition of the fact that sustainability needs to bring in the skills and expertise of a wide range of disciplines. So whether whether it's um, people in environment and climate change centrally, whether it's engineers, uh, social scientists, etc., uh, there's a recognition of bringing those skill sets in. So it, it looks, to my mind, to be a really good group to be involved in in the future in terms of really wanting to bring together the skill um, with the enthusiasm and, and the the um, will to make a difference on sustainability in public health. Great. And and do you both have any other advice you'd like to share with, with registrars who are interested in gaining experience in sustainability and health? Uh, well, well, as we mentioned, certainly the, the registrars network is a, is a good start. But I like for, in terms of my own experience, just asking questions and asking what kind of work is available in this area of, of your educational supervisors, of, of people within your placement, I think is a good way to, to actually get, get started on this and, and open the doors for, for work in this area. Um, the, the, other, the other thing that I might recommend thinking about is, is part of your academic work that, we, that we're all required to do is, is thinking about some potential projects you could, you could do around uh, in you know research projects that you could do. Great. And and Dawn, did you have any other advice you'd like to share with with registrars who are interested in gaining experience in this area? Yeah. Um. Just to to bear in mind, obviously, we have a sustainable development unit, um, which is a national unit, uh, which is funded by NHS England and by Public Health England, um, and specifically looks at developing. Um, uh, skills and, and guidance and practice around um, sustainable strategy in the NHS and wider. Um, so it's it would be a good idea if if you are interested in this area and want to learn more to take a look at the Sustainable Development Unit website online. They've got fantastic resources there. Um, there is also a, a formal placement available. Um, with the, the Sustainable Development Unit. So registrars with a strong interest could look at um, taking up that opportunity um, and uh, um, speaking with the SDU about actually being formally placed with them. 
Um, if if registrars are interested in some background reading on this, um, one of one of the key um, papers that they should take a look at or set of papers is obviously the the Lancet Commission on tackling climate change, um, which sets out in great detail and very helpfully the the health impacts and where they're they're likely to fall heaviest across the globe in terms of climate change, but also. Um, in, in the latest paper published June last year, um, they set out the case for tackling climate change as being the greatest opportunity for global health. And I think that's a critical turning point in our thinking on, on um, public health, sustainability and climate change, is turning that around to be a positive asset-based approach, of, uh, uh, an opportunity to act to improve public health rather than uh, the sort of very scary climate change, doom and gloom message. So I think that's that's important reading. Um, an equally positive messaging um, from the World Health Organization and the UN in terms of their sustainable development goals, which uh, were released um, or launched last year. Um, so if you just take a look at the, the, the website of Sustainable Development Goals, great resources there, very accessible resources on sustainability in all its forms, and in particular looking at the relationship between sustainability and health. Great. Thanks for that. And, and Daryl, did you have any suggestions for resources such as reports or research articles that you'd recommend reading on this topic? Yeah, one of, one of the key things that people can look at is, the, as, as I've mentioned, mentioned the national strategy from, from Public Health England and, national, um, and NHS England around sustainable development for the health and social care system and, and public health. So that's, that's a key document that people can look at. But related to that, it's interesting to look at how different NHS organizations, your CCGs and your trusts and community trusts have approached sustainable development. Um, about half of them in about half of NHS organizations in the, in the north have a sustainable development management plan, and they're 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 seen as a as a, a critical vehicle for moving forward sustainability within uh, healthcare organizations. So, having a look at some of those and the different way that the different ways that trusts and CCGs have tried to embed sustainability in their organizations would be uh, something that I would I would have a look at. The, the other thing that's interesting is the the work and and that's gone on around around planetary limits and, and economic modeling, um, particularly there's one, a group called Steady State Economics that a lot of healthcare professionals have been involved in, which, which has some really positive messaging of, of um, looking at modeling a, a stable population size, fair distribution of resources, low poverty, high quality of life by, by living within our, our planetary limits and, and trying to unplug us from some of these unhealthy Economic growth models that were involved that we're, we we are that are so ingrained in our in our lives and and policy decisions. If you're interested in a, in a good read, uh, there's a book called The World Without Us by Alan Weissman, uh, which basically, has, as its premise, looks at what would, what would happen to the planet if the human race suddenly wasn't there. So it's a very interesting look at at the legacy that we'd leave behind in terms of. Uh, of uh, you know the energy infrastructure, uh, the, the pollution, and what we've done to the planet. So it's uh, how, how it's an interesting sort of a, um, approach to the sustainability issue. So I, that would be I I highly recommend that book. Great, and 
Uh, are there any conferences or courses that you'd recommend? Um, one of the one of the one of the things that we're looking at is uh, for the registrars network is putting together training seminars, and I know I know the local networks um, to support the national strategy are also continually looking at at and, and do hold. Um, regional networks across the across England are are as part of their mandate to to support the implementation of the national strategy continuously hold training training um, events uh, whether through webinars or, or or in person that I think offer some really valuable opportunities for for learning so I'd highly recommend um, whatever area you're in have a look on the SDU site uh, at regional networks and they, they'll list these these regional events that uh, that that registrars that are open to anyone, including including registrars. Great, thanks. And and Dawn, are you aware of any any other courses or, or learning opportunities? Yeah. Um, so I'll just reiterate that there's a lot of uh, materials on the STU, the Sustainable Development Unit um, oh. site, um, which are focused around health and sustainability. So that's a great place to start. Um, if any colleagues are working in Public Health England, there are some um, intranet pages which are devoted to sustainability. So there's a lot of resources there which are great to take a look at. Um, and there's also e-learning modules on sustainability and health, which are really um, nice and succinct to sort of a, a slide deck, if you will. Um, so it doesn't take too long go, to go through, but it does a really good job of getting you to think about the connections and, and the importance of sustainability. Uh, for for registrars in the Midlands and East region, which would be uh, West Midlands, East Midlands and East of England region, um, there will be a public health conference on sustainability towards the end of this year. We're just in the early phases of planning that conference. Um, so that's one to look out for if you're in, in that area of the country. Great. And is there anything else that you'd like to comment on that we haven't covered? I, I think one of the things that's really positive that's happening now is public health actually taking leadership around sustainability issues. Um, it's not just you know climate change scientists act academics or, or, or non-governmental organizations that are having to move forward this agenda. It's actually, we're actually em embracing it and, and, and the public, the impacts on health as well as the potential benefits, the many benefits that come with this. Don, you go ahead. <laughs> You're doing great, Daryl. Um, yeah, I suppose it's just, uh, I'd like to reiterate that that's, that change, that frame shift in in the conversation, really, which is about the positive aspects of working uh, on sustainable development. Um, I think that's really important because I do feel that sometimes the argument has been a bit marginalised by the negative doom and gloom. Um, sometimes in, in public health, we can be a bit of a specialist on the problems, needs-based um, approach to things. And there's always, it's always important and a uh, key part of what we do. Um, but I think the great thing about working in sustainability right now is, is taking an assets-based approach um, and in really envisaging for ourselves what would things look like 
if we were taking a sustainable approach where we were minimizing waste, we were maximizing uh, green energy uh, potential, we were looking at um, social sustainability and building uh, our society around well-being and health of our communities um, to a greater extent. Uh, and what are the, what are the real tangible positives of taking those approaches? And also, very importantly, not always having to sacrifice uh, the economic bottom line. We find a lot of the sustainable approaches because they focus on reducing waste and inefficiency actually um, have a return on investment down the line. So I think that's a really exciting part of the positive conversation here is we can actually, in some situations, um, be generating cost savings as well as improving health. And that, that is something to be excited about. Great. Well, I want to thank you both for your time. I think this has been a hugely informative discussion. I've really enjoyed it and I've learned a lot from it. Um, so thanks very much both for taking part in the podcast. Thank you. Welcome. It's a thank pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I welcome your comments and feedback, which you can send to traininginpublichealth at gmail.com. You can hear other episodes and subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. Many thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.